What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to an all-new edition of the Airbuds Podcast. Uh, happy basketball, you, you fucking genius, you genius internet radio listener. Uh, my name is Jamel. I'm Peter Moses. Mike Betterless today dealing to uh, dealing with international affairs, literal international affairs. Got nothing to do with the bathroom at all. Nope, definitely did not poop his pants. He is dealing to an international matter, um, so we wish him a speedy recovery. We will be seeing him later this week on a special report um, forthcoming, yeah. uh, but we got business to take care of, and when dad's away, that just means one of the kids has to pretend like he knows how to run through a rundown. So, yeah, you've uh, been sweating for an hour. You keep oh, texting me talking about I'm prepping. I'm like, prepping what? A fucking a salad, bro? <laughs> Uh, prepping stuff like this go to airbudspod.com check out everything there we've got patreons popping off we've just hit uh over 100 patreons which means i think jamel has to now release a video of his feet is that is that what it was Nah, we never agreed on that bro i'm not showing my feet to anybody okay i wasn't sure maybe it's just like us doing videos more just in, the in general yeah but no that benner said that man and that's not a joke. The bathroom stuff was a joke. But Benner's been trying to get me to show my feet online for months now. And yeah. I'm not having it. And it's not going to fly. Benner Thanks is for in, listening, though. Yeah, that's, that's a wild time. Airbutspod.com. We've got a T-shirt that is the most important T-shirt around in the internet right now. Um, it is of Jamel's creation. It is for the NBA National Championships taking place right now in the most dangerous place on Earth, Disney World. So you can get that out. It's pretty beautiful. Go to Airbuds dot bigcartel.com or just at airbudspod.com the shirts are popping off guys remember this moment when we watched our favorite athletes get desperately sick from covid um so enjoy it and uh grab one of those shirts um, we got more business to take care of i got a lot of patreons this week i think they wanted to just hear about mike losing his mind uh to buy a gun which you could check out on last sure, week's sure. patreon episode okay. um so I'll shout out. Some- I didn't know you was going to plug the gun stuff. Continue. I mean, what, man? Listen, hey, at this point, I just didn't know. Uh, Kevin Hurley, thank you very much. You are a beautiful bud. Thank you for joining the Patreones. Uh, Curtis Everett, thank you. You are a beautiful baby bud. Zachary Mills, thank you. You, sir, are a fantastic, beautiful baby bud. Um, Spencer Vickers, thank you. Our hey. fellow butterino. I know. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Spencer. And uh, let's see, Andrew Hawkins. I'm uh, assuming you're not the receiver, but uh, if you are, thank you for your time at the Cleveland Browns. And uh, you are also a beautiful bud, and we are forever grateful. Yeah, I think. What if? What if these people have like criminal records? Um, Do we be worried about that? You know, I was worried about that actually. For when Mike put out 
that tweet about our special report forthcoming, I was just like, hey, man, you know, I'm sure there are some people, uh, you know, in the, Af- in, the, in the upcoming topic who, like, are going to reach out. We just got to, you know, we can't vet everyone. I think we need a moderator also. If you're, in, if you're new to the Patreon, we will get you in the Slack. The Slack is a beautiful basketball safe haven. But I feel like at some point now we're getting towards 100 people who's going to need to be a moderator. Let's let's fire. Let's get one of these. Um, let's get one of these cops who got fired. Once they start firing cops, we'll bring one of them in on for to moderate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to moderate specifically. We all know cops; they're great with words. Um, all right, guys. We also have that Jamel. You want to know why I was prepping? Because we're still on what? fucking business, and we're like twelve minutes in. What are you talking about? More business, dude. What we we have reviews. Have to do? We have five star reviews. If you cannot or will not join our Patreon, hey, we still love you. But go to Apple. Hit us up with a five-star review. Usually Mike has to read absolutely everything we, uh, any of you guys put. Um, we've got two new reviews. One of them is from Hova23IIII. Uh, this is one of the few podcasts about basketball that I can listen to and forget about the pain and suffering. Truly a funny podcast to listen to while in pain. Everything oh. is okay at home, glad this podcast exists. Thank you. Actually, Hova, thank you for actually letting us know that you're safe and good at yeah, the yeah. end of Thanks this. Because in, bro. I was like, you were like mentioning pain twice to me was just, you know. Yeah, this the extra ex- one definitely hit me too. I was like, all right, I just w- want to make sure you're good. Um, so that was just nice to see. Um, so Hova23, triple I, thank you. Um, the next one is from 619Ben. Title is Stop Slandering the Clippers. The Clippers are the best team in the West, and if you don't stop running down the best player in the league in Kawhi and Paul George, who is a top-10 player, I will be forced to continue to reply to your tweets. Um, well, 619Ben, we'll, we're always for Twitter engagement. So, you know, if that means pissing you off so that you keep hitting those replies, like, that's just, that's just business, bro. I mean, spot the lie, Peter. I'm talking to you, a basketball host, Peter Moses, with your with your Clipper uh, dismissal. What about it? Yeah, shut up. That's what about it. You're dead wrong. They're they're good at at sports, man. Yeah, I don't. When when did I say they're bad? Your whole your whole body language, your whole your whole aura is off right now, dude. All right. Well, let's get into it and talk about it with our guest. She's a returning champion from uh, the, the interwebs, formerly of The Athletic, now of SB Nation, Silver Screen and Roll. Please welcome back to the stage, Sabrina Merchant. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be back. Oh, man. Wow. Thank you for putting up with about 25 minutes of our business there. Jesus I know we're supposed Christ. to like self-promote and stuff, but man, is it just like... When you call it hire... business, too, it's like, oh... Just like, here's the fun times at the beginning of the pod where we say all the things that we really care the most about. Let's get Um, somebody to read it in another language. hmm, Maybe let's spice it up. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I like that a lot. Um, Sabrina, we have so much to cover with you. Um, First of all, just like, let's just spend a brief amount of time on the NBA, the lesser of the two leagues, especially in this podcast. Correct. Let's just do, you know, I'll set a little Zach Lowe-style two-minute-ish timer. What are your big takeaways from just seeing basketball again this last week in the scrimmage, the scrimmages, as well as, um, you know, anything else that's top of mind for you? 
Um, the Denver Nuggets are my new favorite team. I want Point Nikola Jokic all the time, all the time. I don't ever need to see Jamal Murray bring up the ball again for Denver. That was just a just a beautiful day for basketball. Um, it was actually really fun to watch everybody. I mean, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, uh, you know, scrimmages. It's gonna be like preseason all over again. It was it was awesome. I mean, I I can't help myself. It was it was great. And then like LeBron just yelling nonsense at everybody on the Lakers, and you can hear everybody talking. It's it's wonderful. I mean, I don't. Other than the fact that like I like going to games, I'm totally okay with the fanless experience on television. It it works really well. We have been advocates on this podcast for. Um, fans being illegal for years yeah we are staunchly anti-fan and this is truly especially uh with the aforementioned clipper experience <laughs> um of just like it's like someone is like consolidated dave and busters into a gun and just shoots you in the face with it anytime they're not playing um it's great hearing the squeaks hearing them shouting at each other um do you think they went really a little fantastic. overboard on the floor mics like the squeaking is aggressive um, I could, I could probably do with maybe half of the mics that are on the floor. Uh, but you know, I get it. You know, it's a work in progress. Right? I was, I was watching a, a baseball game today, and they are piping in the audience noise from MLB the show, mm. and it got me. I was like, kind of in a daze, and I was like, Jose Ramirez was up for my Cleveland baseball team, and like distantly there was like this chant of just Jose, 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 and it really disoriented me for a good like 30 seconds so i'm i'm for all of the natural sounds even if they are too high yeah the the crowd noise is always I mean, sorry go ahead jamal no it's just they got to do something they can't just you can't just hear every n-word <laughs> in a in an nba game that's crazy also i want to we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but like i'm watching the aces game today and it's basically just like the bill lambeer show a lot of James Wade, he too. Is. It was good. Bill Ambeer is yeah. dressed. He looks like fucking Rambo. <laughs> looks like Rambo who's been stuck in a bar for 40 years and, like, just went outside for the first time. And he's just, like, clearly been talking shit to refs for the better part of 40 years. And it's just, like, he knows how to, like, say something to a ref in a way that just, like, hurts for me to listen to it. I'm like, damn, that hurt my feelings, and I'm... I'm watching you on my iPad. Who's the head coach of uh, Connecticut? Kurt Miller. Kurt Miller was losing his fucking mind the whole fucking game today. And then it's then they they blew uh like a 12 point lead and then he didn't talk for the past the like the last 3 minutes. I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah. dude." I think uh, the WNBA sound has been on point because I can hear everything the coaches are saying, which is really good. Cause I, I kind of need to know what they're doing. Cause there's no WNBA preseason. Right. So like, I need to know what's happening. I need to know who's on every team. So it's, it's good, like catch up for me to be able to hear one-on-one -on -one basically with like Cheryl Raven, Kurt Miller and all these other coaches. For I want to sure. do a little bit of complaining for just a second before we get into the WNBA. Why, like, why can't I still, like, why am I still having to like figure out how to watch CBS sports network? Like what the fuck? Why can't my, my WNBA league pass just give me, they're all in the same place on the same feed. Like, how is this still being made difficult? Bro, television rights are serious. That If I've learned anything during this quarantine is television <laughs> rights run this shit. If America, if, if the White House like had a television rights mentality to this pandemic, we would all have been in a better place for sure. I do think it's probably better in the long run for, uh, 
um, the W to get like that CBS sports money than to just put everything on league best. I know. I just extra bags, Peter. But like I like I have like I signed up for a CBS all access trial to try to get in and it still wouldn't let me in. Yeah, I don't actually know how CBS Sports works. I did the CBS all access trial for the NWSL Cup. Um so mine just expired. But yeah, I, I never tried watching CBS Sports on it. It should be the same thing, right? Like, you know I got my mom's login for y'all. <laughs> If y'all need it, what's That's up? That's true. Well, shout out to y'all could have been hitting Mrs. Johnson. I do need to grab that for Peacock. She does have an Xfinity <laughs> account, which is going to change the game. My um, mom's been holding this podcast down for years. <laughs> you know, a- after it being weird, I will say, if the world's going to burn, it's nice to just have some basketball um, along the way. We will have a special report coming um, tomorrow, which we can talk about now for the Lou Williams incident. Um, Detailed reporting because we at Airbuds are definitely real journalists. That's true. And uh, we got an interview from someone uh, deep into the source material, you could say. So be on the lookout for that. But so many ways quick to thoughts? interpret that. Yeah, but you know, I feel like it's actually very much like a PG version of it. But you gotta, you gotta tease people. You know, it's, it's a really good tease. I, I will agree to that. It's Thank a shame you. it came also, after like, like twenty five minutes of business. <laughs> <laughs> You could say that about this whole fucking podcast, to be honest. Like, it was great you after did the first air quotes so minutes. big. The air quotes on that were like huge, like a stapler. Ugh. That was great. Listen, dad's away, and we're trying to just like make some breakfast and like take in the mail, let the you're dog trying out. To be, you're being real big brother right now, and you're freaking me out, dude. Say something strange, dude. Quit acting all fucking normal, Peter. What the hell? Listen, this is my job now. This is. This is what I have yeah. to do. You sound like Mr. Podcast right now. I am PD Podcast. <laughs> um, all right. No, let's get into the real shit. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you about Lou Williams tomorrow. But the WNBA, the Wobble is, is alive and well. Not in Orlando. Actually at IMG. Um, first reaction, I feel like that's safer somehow. I feel like they're, the, the WNBA is in like a better place because they're just not next to a massive amusement park or am I just making that up? I don't know, son. I've looked at the tag pictures in Bradenton, Florida, and it looks a little sketchy down there. It also doesn't look like it's as uh, secure as the NBA bubble. Like people are staying off site from where the games are, you know, like there is, there's like little mini bubbles, you know? Oh no. Um, But I, I mean, everyone seems to be okay so far. I don't, I don't doubt Neko Gumake and Kathy Engelbert. So I'm on board. We just want to keep everyone as healthy as we can for as long as they can. But I feel like there's no, even if they're off site, I mean, like the NBA dudes are living on fucking like Magic Mountain. Like, and there's people from all over the world coming to fucking visit. I hear people still going to Disney World. I don't get it. Because we can't just like, it's there's too much programming we got programmed man there's no the, people can't help themselves yeah we'll literally die for this we'll die for a turkey leg and i say good for them bro whatever man <laughs> <laughs> good, good luck safe travels i think the WNBA court looks better that's just oh, yeah. this thing i've Damn. noticed they got clear lines exactly. they got to clear out of bounds 
Exactly. How did that happen? The NBA scrimmage one, it must just be the scrimmage court because it does look like it's like a stencil of a basketball They've been been changing logos. They they stenciled it for everybody. Yeah, I don't understand why you would make it so difficult to distinguish between out-of-bounds and in-bounds. Like when everybody already steps on the three-point line and they're taking that corner three anyway, now it's literally impossible to distinguish where they're supposed to stand. On a side note, I think corner three should be illegal. I think I'm over it. I think I'm tired of seeing them in general. So many missed corner threes. I could just do without it. I mean, are we like team abolished three-pointer altogether? Or I mean, I was. Look, I was for a while. I was a bit, I was a curmudgeon just because, I mean, when you're, when you're watching the Wizards, when you're watching a bad team, it's like, I don't want to watch everybody else have fun. Nobody should get threes. You know who's also if I don't get on threes, team abolished the three-pointer? Bill Ambeer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They almost went uh, a whole half without shooting a three. Bro, who cares? They got Angel McCarthy, man. They could do anything. They did look – I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I know Cam Beige is not there, but, like, they look great. I really um, miss Kelsey Plum, though. Yeah, I, man, I had totally forgot about that. And she just got hurt. Yeah. Like I know Cam Bage is you could like get regular hurt. I know Cam Bage is like objectively better than Plum, but I just think it would have been so much more fun to see Kelsey on this team because they just need like yeah, definitely one more player who can actually not necessarily even three is just like shoot <laughs> <laughs> or just someone who wants to stand by stand the three by point through. line. I would say. <laughs> like, what, what's this um, thing here? Is there's like extra paint that we don't need anymore? That's <laughs> it. Just someone like doing a yo-yo over in the corner. Um, all right, let's run through each team here. Um, I feel like Wubble Headlines is a good place to start. What are, like, Sabrina, three or two or three things, like, overall about the league that you're kind of keeping an eye on with the Wubble or just kind of things to look for for people acclimating back into WNBA life? Um, number one is uh, they're not messing around in terms of their messaging regarding social justice and Breonna Taylor. It is everywhere. It is impossible to miss, and they're – Every single player is so very clear about what the WNBA wants. And there's just like no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like the season is not even about basketball for most of them. It's they're literally dedicating it to her memory and to her justice, which is, it's just like an unbelievable message coming from 140 women together. It's really, really cool. Has been extra strong. And they have, and the, the intro, the ESPN intro of every game also very strong as well. Okay. Yeah, I guess like I think it's 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 okay to write you know group economics on an NBA jersey, but they actually get yeah. Brianna Taylor on these yeah. group economics, yeah, they, yo. Now it's my it's my next it's my first tattoo the after quarantine. The real name is good. No, don't do. It. Are you gonna get unless you get it on your face? Oh, I'm getting group economics like on my chest. Oh, that's hard. Chet Hayes style. <laughs> I can't believe people actually, actually chose it. I thought it was a joke. I. I mean, group group economics sounds like something a rich person thinks like what like is fair, like what he thinks like socialism is. Because like, what's the opposite? Like, there is no thing that's not group economics. Like, an economy is yeah, solo (laughs) economics, like singular economics. I I don't know what it means. I I was hoping for some clarity from you guys. Is it is it a real thing? (laughs) I mean, the execution of the social justice angle of this. Between I thought it was NBA. a white rap group. <laughs> it's actually an acapella group. Okay. They're from the, the Wharton School of Business. Shibi doo bop 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 ba doop. Shibi doo bop 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 ba doop. Okay, I'll stop. 
Yeah, and then you gotta like, like, if you wrote that on the bet, like, you don't even get to explain yourself unless you were the star of the game. No, so no, it's no. Like, who's even writing it? Anyone who writes group economics on the back of their jersey has to explain it after every game. I think that no matter what, right. like, even yeah. if they didn't play, it's like, yeah. no, we're our first interview is with uh, number 24, group Scott economics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like Tim Bontemps has to be like, all right, uh, uh, Mo Wagner, explain group economics <laughs> to me. I, and it's also like every single high profile player was just like, no, thanks. I'm just going to go with James or Leonard <laughs> <laughs> or Butler. Right. Yeah, no, I didn't even notice I, in NBA games. I didn't even notice anyone's shit on the back. Well, they haven't done it yet. It's starting on the. Like the the seeding games, it's scrimmaging without it. What are we doing? Yep. <laughs> that that thing that we passed around with Mo Mo Wagner having his thing say, "Now that's flagrant," has to be fake, right? It's definitely fake. I thought that was a flagrant ones bit. bit. Well, that's great. <laughs> Shout out to the flagrant ones because I was like, "What is this real?" Yeah, you came in the chat at like six a.m. Like, uh, <laughs> Mo Wagner just lost his mind. Like, nah, dude, this is comedy. Okay. Who who can tell anymore, you know? The line between comedy comedy and journalism is just razor thin these days. It's right on the cut right on the um, I wish I was a line judge. What else? Any other big takeaways for you uh just overall for the league with the wobble? I know we had you on when they kind of had this historic CBA announced and I feel like it all kind of got thrown up into the air, but anything else that you're just thinking about overall for the league heading in? I think it's so cute that they all have their families there. I've been uh, just eating up all of the little kids in the WNBA bubble. You know, all that content is adorable. Uh, Derek Hamby's daughter, I think, is the MVP so far. Although uh, Candace Dupree and Dewana Bonner's twins are also just just the cutest. Um, it does. I mean, it, like, it makes me a little uncomfortable that like the WNBA and the NWSL put so much effort into making sure that families could be part of the experience. And the NBA is like, oh, no, no, we don't have any, like, room for them. We only have this expansive, you know, Disney World mammoth resort. There's just no way we could possibly account for wives and significant others. They like, brought three DJs, but no kids. <laughs> hey, lead the kids. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Just, like, the what the burden of, like, motherhood is in this country. It's absurd. That is definitely true. I feel like the Republican Party underestimating the fact that, like, you know, women make up 47% of the workforce is uh, problematic to say the least. I will say, I, I want to take a, a, a devil's advocate approach to this and not in the way that I think hopefully is problematic, but more in the sense of like, will be. The, okay, we'll find out. <laughs> Listen, that's what this podcast is for. Um, I feel like NBA dudes overall, like the family oriented orientation the family orientedness i feel like there's i don't know i think i almost don't like you just don't trust them with their kids you don't think the <laughs> nba should have their kids with them well, i mean you I, just look okay hold on you just look at like what the nba is like so far and it is like straight up summer camp everyone's fishing shotgun and beers like pretending like they're djs it feels like a more kind of raucous environment from having all the space at Disney. They've got to be entertained. They're building the NBA 2K neighborhood barbershop for them. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe I'm, you're right. Maybe I'm just being sexist. 
maybe they should all be tending. I mean, that kind of sounds like an incredible place for a kid to go. Like all of those arcade games all the time. They can like go out on boats, you know. You're right. Got you know what? Fuck, fuck you, NBA. You should have all the families in. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, let exactly. me in, actually. I'll go, I'll go club yeah. it up there at Disney World. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I've been trying to figure out how to sneak oh, I mean, down there. Like, DJs and barbers can babysit kids during the middle of the day. Oh, barbers are great at babysitting. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do for their job in real life. They babysit sure. people and cut their hair. For sure. Um, all right. So I figure we could go through just kind of every team too, just uh, talk about, you know, what's going up, what's going on with them, what to look out for, um, especially for maybe new WNBA fans as well, kind of things to look at for each team when they're watching them. As we all, I guess, we just watch basketball for like 20 hours a day for the next yeah, three months. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, I don't. I'm not prepared and I don't want to get addicted to coffee, but. Okay. How the fuck am I supposed to reasonably like keep an eye on baseball, hockey, football and basketball ostensibly all happening at the same time? Yeah. Not to mention soccer in multiple. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, they're just not champions. League, right? That's coming back too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I don't like the first day of the NCAA tournament is always so much fun because there's, you know, a thousand games happening at once. But it's it's still one sport, you know, one tournament, and it only happens two days of the year and then everything slows down again. This is not going to be any slowing down at all. This is like I'm sure some of the bubbles will just pop and like baseball will stop and football will stop. And then we can just focus on like the sports that actually have their shit together. I feel like baseball's got to be first to go, right? They're and traveling all over the country. Yeah. You yeah. saw that, like, um, the the next Blue Jays game was literally just listed as TBD North America because they don't have a site yet. They are Toronto will not allow them to play there, and every other place is just like. Eh. <laughs> they are officially, as of I think today or yesterday, the Buffalo Blue Jays for the year. I'm not I... even sure that's going to stick. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, but football is not going to stop unless Jerry Jones dies. So, but well, there's might. just like 31 more people exactly like Jerry Jones. So, I don't know what yeah. the I Jerry's mean, got least, clones. Okay, hold on. At least, and now this is at least for football, you can mask up everybody super fucking well. It's pretty annoying to watch baseball games and watch players have their masks on, but their nose sticking out. That to me is almost worse than people who don't wear masks. But I think baseball should theoretically be much easier to keep players safe because there's so little contact. Like they're not even sitting next to each other in the dugouts anymore. I mean, if you're, if you strike out like four times, you're literally not making, you know, reasonable contact with any other player in the game. It's, it's the safest thing you can do in the world. Exactly. It's, it is good for public health to just be, you know, strikeouts and home runs. That's it. Bro, when I seen Fauci. Then you might like baseball it, because that's all it is. Fauci throwing out that first pitch had me fucked up. And like, not because it was a bad pitch. I was just like, what's he doing there? Why is he there? He's giving people pounds. I, uh, I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. Science, man. Believe science. All right, buds, we're going to take a break to tell you about DealDash. Have you ever heard of DealDash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'd never expect at prices you would never believe. They have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, 
appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Yes, just like the Disney movie, Cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every item starts at zero and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that the auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you are into auctions and stuff being way underpriced when you buy it, you can go ahead and buy now because Deal Dash is offering you, our listeners, an extra 100 free bids upon sign up on top of their other discounts. Go to DealDash.com and use promo code BUDS. That's right. We've got our own fucking promo code, guys B U D S BUDS or DealDash.fm backslash BUDS. That's. D-E-A-L-D-A-S-H dot F-M backslash B-U-D-S. Buds, baby. DealDash.com. I guess um, we were right. talking about the WBA. <laughs> yeah, the Atlanta yeah, Dream. Know. Other than um, their own version of Donald Sterling, basically trying to use them to, um, you know, inspire all the racists to vote in georgia um what what are uh, top line thoughts about them heading into this wobble trinity carter Boop. put a big put a big double asterisk on that one yeah it's, it was so much fun watching this atlanta game that just finished um because i think uh so i didn't watch atlanta a ton last year because they were awful um but the three times they played the sparks i think they averaged maybe like 64 points and they put up what 10 something today, which is just an unbelievable outcome. Like, Scoring's been low key high as fuck this first couple of days. Awesome. Like, it's great. I, I don't need defense. Who, who the fuck cares about defense? Like, that's offense is supposed to like get better as the season goes along, too. Isn't that like how usually this works? So I'm all for it. Let's like break some scoring records here. Uh, they were legitimately fun to watch. Like, I thought, like, okay, you know, Atlanta Dallas is the last game of the weekend. Like, I probably am going to like lose momentum and. I watched the whole way through, even though like my girl Marina Mabry wasn't playing, but that was that was a good one. Yeah, Dallas looked pretty good too. Young team over there, but uh, Atlanta. Uh, Courtney Williams is not in the bubble. Yeah, she tested positive and she hasn't uh, cleared the coronavirus protocol yet to get back in. Yeah. There was no way Courtney Williams wasn't going to get coronavirus, guys. I don't know if you've seen her IG live, but she is about that action. So I- yeah. I'm glad she's. I guess she's okay. You could say married to the game. For sure. Not the, not the wobble, but just the game. Just the game in general. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of fun players in Atlanta. I think uh, Elizabeth Williams looked great today. Uh, one of the two returning players from last year's roster. So fan favorite, really. Um, and like you said, Kennedy Carter was great. Uh, I like Shakina Strickland a lot. It's nice to just have somebody who can shoot on that team. Um, even like they're just like random, like, they picked up this like with Benajelani from Indiana and I had never seen her like play offense in the last however many years she's been in the WNBA. So that was kind of fun. I just really like Nikki Collin. I think she's like, it's hard to say like one of the better coaches in the W because there's only 12 coaches, but I think she's just a fantastic coach. And it's really fun to just watch her have players who can do things again. Do you think Atlanta is making the playoffs? Okay. So four teams miss the playoffs, right? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna ask you about every single one so we can okay. we, I'll hold you to um, My guess is they will miss the playoffs. All right. Just because somebody has to. Yeah. What a fun team! Definitely more fun, fun than team. last year. Um, oh yeah. All right. Uh, the Chicago Sky 
who uh, have been a uh, sexy pick for potential wobble champions. Um, what are some top line uh, top line takeaways about this guy? They got everybody back. <laughs> like they're like one of the only teams where everybody reported. Is, is, am I? Is that correct? You're exactly right. And like the one player they lost from last year's team, I feel like they made an upgrade when they got Azari Stevens from Dallas who's just like one of my favorite players in the league because she's, I think she's like six, six, but she plays just like a guard, um, which is really fun in the W. You just don't get that. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's always fun when like they rematch playoff games on opening night in basketball. Right. And obviously like Vegas, Chicago was the best game of the postseason last year because of Tierra can be forgetting what the clock was, but it working out in her favor anyway. For sure. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. And then you just kind of get like a reverse of that in this game where Allie quickly hits the game winning three pointer. Uh, after Vegas had been up by like double digits for most of the fourth quarter, but it doesn't really matter because they didn't, you know, win the playoff game. <laughs> Quigley is my, I think my favorite, my, my one of my favorite players to watch. Who I, as I'm like, still venturing into the space, she is like everywhere all the time. She was definitely like an off season winner because she came out really well in that horse competition. <laughs> um, yeah, which make fun of you will, but like she actually like beat some men even if Zach Levine just cheated when he played against her that was that was real buzzkill um but yeah Chicago's really fun uh another no defense team which I think we're seeing a lot of I don't know if it's like by design or just because defense is harder to scheme I, but defense I, I sucks. think that That's whole why. that that shortened camp and like no preseason I think yeah this first week is just like do whatever I don't think they're as good as like, I think there's like a top tier that Chicago is not a part of, but I think I'm in the minority because everyone is calling them like a sleeper pick to get things done. And I, I don't really see it. Like if you have good guards, like who is going to guard them on Chicago? I love Vanderson. I love Quigley. They're not guarding your best perimeter threats, at least not effectively. Uh, so it's a really fun team to watch. I just, I don't think it's an accident that Angel Mokatri looked this good a year and a half after playing her last game or almost two years after playing her last game. Agreed. Okay. So you got them in the playoffs for sure, but not someone that you're like a uh, contender, but like a fun team. And somehow like, I feel like people are talking about them. Like they talk about like the Cincinnati Reds every year where they're like, watch out for this team. This might be the year they're, they're awesome. And it's like, yeah, you're fun, but it's not necessarily like, just like a fun team to say right now when clearly there is a level above i reserve every right to change my mind if diamond shields is actually healthy and just starts beasting again because she is basically the answer to all of the questions i have about chicago like how they defend perimeter players you know what they do when their jump shots aren't falling like diamond can do all that yeah she seemed off today was that Ooh, game today twice. Bold choice by a lot of the WMA coaches this like the last two days just not start their best players. <laughs> like Diamond comes off the bench, uh Derica Handy comes off the bench. Uh when we get to Indiana, Tara McCowan came off the bench. Like we're almost at Indiana. Let's talk about the Sun, Connecticut Sun, uh caught an L to the Mystics or to sorry, to the Lynx, right? Um top line takeaways about about the old Sunnies. Jamel, did you watch this game? Because I was mostly watching soccer this morning. I did watch this game. I woke up and watched this game because I couldn't watch soccer this morning. And uh, I guess my takeaway is Dewana Bonner. Uh, 
kind of becoming their number one option now that Courtney Williams and uh, Shakina Strickland are gone. And it looked pretty good for three quarters, and then they ran out of gas. Like, they were up double digits and then just were wiped and, like, you know, Minnesota just outlasted them. But they look they look better than I thought they would. I thought they lost a, a ton and John Quill Jones wasn't there, but they – they definitely they got a plan. I, I I didn't realize how good Dewana Bonner was. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, for me, it's just Alyssa Thomas is so hard to play against because she just has an unlimited motor. I mean, yeah, and yeah, she's for sure the best player, and yeah, it, it showed that like her being there, she's an anchor. Like I was really enjoying watching Jonquil live tweeting the game. Um, because she was saying like Alyssa's gonna average like 30 rebounds this year because like she and I always used to fight for them and now there's nobody for her to fight with <laughs> uh, but I mean so I'm, I'm playing WNBA fantasy for the first time this year and Alyssa Thomas was like by far and away my best player this weekend uh, I even named my team no labrums yo she's yeah. got no labrums bro <laughs> she not had surgery up? on this yet like but to like, have labrums or just to repair them to repair labrums <laughs> She left the labrums at the crib, dog. I mean, some people just like rip their ACLs and are just fine. I don't understand. The body Wait, is she, wild. And she's and she's right-handed but shoots lefty. She just did that because her cousin was left-handed and she was just like, I fuck with my cousin so much. <laughs> I'm left-handed too now. Yeah. I like I like Connecticut a lot. I just uh, like you said, I don't I think the start of the season is gonna be hard for them because they only had like seven players in camp. But maybe like when people get healthy, you'll see that work again because that top line talent, Dewan Bonner, Alyssa Thomas, even Jasmine Thomas, like is still really good. But like not afraid about them missing the playoffs, right? They're no, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. To the team you just mentioned, the Indiana Fever. And I have a question before we get into to starting this, just in the way that like the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins have to look at their team names because of the pandemic. Do we feel like <laughs> the Indiana Fever? Is that still appropriate? Wait a minute. Hold on. I, whoa. Does that mean I have to get the jersey now? I'm just saying, like, you know, one of the things that you do going into work, my mom uh, works for the Jewish Federation in Cleveland as like, and, and they do like some essential services. So when she has to go into her office sometimes, or, you know, when you go into the wobble or anywhere, the worst thing that could happen is you have a fever. Like fevers are the thing that we're all trying to avoid right now. Also, what was the fever supposed to be? Why was the fever cool before this? It's weird to me because usually like the mascots, especially the teams that are co-owned by the the NBA teams, like there's some connection, right? You got like wolves and lynx or like um, kings and and monarchs, you know, back in Sacramento or yeah, um, suns and mercury, right? But like, what does fever have to do with pacers? Does it? Their whole, shit, their whole shit is fucked up. I think the point is Indiana is a very strange place. So the Pacers are actually referring to harness racing because they're pace car. Uh, yeah. Like a horse racing or. Oh, I thought it was like pace cars, but yeah, I mean. Or, oh yeah, you're right. Pace cars. Sorry, I read that wrong. But, like, but also, what... like, what does a fever have to do with the fucking Indy 500? I don't know. I have no idea. It's just so sick. It's also not a fun team to watch. Um, and I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And I have very little things to say about them other than Candace Dupree is married to Tawana Bonner and they have cute kids. 
That's it. Hey, yeah. that seems like a top level thing to take away. Hey. There, there is a great advertisement that Candace Dupree has with the little ones about how to watch Fever Games this year, and I will watch that more than any Fever Games this year. <laughs> Listen, yeah, we're all going to need some some time to watch NHL and uh, Champions League, so maybe just do it during during Fever Games. It was very nice of them to let us start the season against the Fever. Uh, ah, yes, I forgot. Mystics fan over no, here. The, no Erica Wheeler. Big problems. They got our uh, head assistant for many years, uh, uh, Marine Stanley. Marianne Stanley, Marianne? yeah. Marianne Stanley. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sorry she got fucking 30 bald. <laughs> Out here just Jamel riding that championship as hard as possible. Oh, whatever, um, all right, you got the fever, miss it. New York Liberty, um, they traded away Tina Charles. They have the number one pick in the draft. Anything else? I mean, you know, trying to make her the face of the league. Uh, it's going to take some time. <laughs> yeah. This might be the yeah. worst team in the league. Whoa, like, you got worse than Indiana. It might be worse than Indiana. Just because Indiana has some veterans who can, like, competently play. Like, once Wheeler comes back, you've got Debris. You've got um, – I mean, McCowan's not a veteran, but, like, you've got Kelsey Mitchell, who's in her third year, who just – can literally score every time you give her the ball. Um, there's enough to work with there. Whereas like you're going to double Sabrina and like they were just not prepared to pass out of traps like the whole game, which what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. She has like her own Nike. She has like her own Gatorade commercials. Like obviously like, they're going to double team her. Super That's... literally like went on Instagram live months ago and was like, anytime you play rookies, you just want to fuck them up. <laughs> That's what you want to do. <laughs> And you're playing against Sue Bird and you thought, oh, she's going to go easy on her. Like, I don't, <laughs> what was the game plan here? Shout out to Sue Bird just like stepping into that wine and talking uh, how she's going to cover everyone months in advance on Instagram Live. Yeah, also I mean, great to see her on the court again, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, New York, uh, I get that they like are going for this youth movement, but I, th I think they went too far. I think seven is too much. <laughs> Hot take here. Seven rookies is too much. Oh, yeah. And then you're one. Your one vet uh, gets hurt game one. Kia Nurse gone mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Uh, I did like Laisha Clarendon a lot, though. Uh, I thought she was great. Um, yeah, she looked good. It's nice to just have a second ball handler with Sabrina because, like I said, nobody else knew what to do when she was getting trapped. But She was fun. She was one of the few things it's fun to watch last year, too. With them. Is, Sabrina, is Sabrina getting the MVP? Rookie of the year? Yeah, rookie of the year. Uh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I think it's going to be Carter. Thank you. Peter tried to tell me. This is going to be Sabrina last week. All right, I we'll see. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for Sabrina, obviously. You know, there's built-in connection here. Uh, I refuse to buy any of the merch, though, because she spells her name differently, and it just looks like I bought something that spelled my name wrong. Um, yeah, but... yeah, you can't do that. You should just duct tape over, like, the like, and just, like, with two E's, right? I guess I could. You know, it just it seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, there was a, a Chelsea midfielder. Moses, who I almost uh, bought his jersey oh, yeah, for. Yeah, Victor Moses, right? Yeah, played on uh, on the Ivory Coast, too. I think that was the jersey I should have gotten, to be honest, is the Ivory Coast Moses jersey. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get to uh, let's get to the time where Jamel uh, gets to act like an asshole and talk about his... Defending uh, <laughs> world yeah. champion Washington Mystics. Yeah, Are we allowed yeah, to call yeah. them world champions? I don't know anymore. Campus champs. That's that team in Russia is pretty good. I feel like they could beat the Mystics. Ooh, yeah. Do I with like Brianna Stewart in them? 
I guess how would Emma play against Emma though? Exactly. We get Emma both ways. It's like a 2K game. <laughs> yeah, but world like, champion mistake. Sorry, Jamel, go for it. Nah, nah, we look fine. We look good. Yeah, the every yeah, our scout team won by 30. <laughs> I don't what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? You know, uh uh, uh Maisha Hines Allen is uh, you know, the uh the 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 hot the hot uh what most improved player pick already? You gotta say. I think she just got a chance. It's just well, when you're behind uh like a future Hall of Famer and another, maybe, you know, like <laughs> how are you gonna get any minutes? I was I was shocked to see we look that good though. I was talking to somebody about this, how like uh the Mystics have a very 2020 Raptors vibe too, where like you lose your Lady two best players, Raptors. right? And everybody just sort of counts them out, but they're really good. Like there's, there's just a lot of good talent there. Yeah. And Tebow is phenomenal coach um who actually understands that like you know getting threes is kind of good offense <laughs> plus i think like Lonnie mitchell is super underrated i like her a lot for, for sure great team the only hole i saw is there's no um there's no like backup post presence like we're playing small and that just is what it is i think if uh, tiana hawkins is healthy it should work uh, but Fair. she like Stepped out after two minutes against Indiana, and they didn't like feel like risking it. So, knock on wood, she's okay. She's not my fantasy team. <laughs> Yo, I drafted yeah, her before. Was... I drafted her before my Aisha Hines Allen, and I feel terrible about it. Yeah, but who saw that coming? Nobody. I like. I didn't know it was going to happen, but I knew that the team was invested in her because if you follow the Mystics, like mm-hmm. she's basically like in every other fucking video. Yeah. Now that now that Natasha Cloud is gone, it's just yo, it's give my Aisha the camera. And just get out of the way. And that's just what it is. She's fun. I just loved all of, like, the full court takes. Just, like, fake yeah. dribble handoff. I still got it. <laughs> Yo, and she was fucking exhausted. Like, you clearly, at the end of, like, <laughs> the like end of this thing. Six points in the fourth quarter or something? <laughs> just like... Yeah. She looked like the most tired I've ever seen a person be. It's a good thing they play again in, like, two days. <laughs> Fantastic. We're all going to just uh, chalk that up to uh, obviously the Mystics are making the playoffs. And uh, if you want to hear Jamel freak out about them more, uh, just follow him on Twitter because. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you whatever. I'll give you whatever takes you want. Just, uh, yeah. Just uh, add him directly and he'll, uh, he'll take it on up for the Mystics. Uh, the Wings, Dallas Wings, I'm guessing this is the, probably your team, the last team you have missing the playoffs, unless I'm way off base. No, you're absolutely correct. I uh, I always think it's funny that Brian Agler is coaching the Wings when he doesn't like playing rookies. Uh, the only team that would make less sense for him to coach, I suppose, is the Liberty. Um, but I think, like, the everyone was saying, like, oh, you know, they have all these threats that, like, you know, can take the pressure off of Arike. I think every single offensive threat they sign is still a rookie, so everyone's still going to double Arike and – uh, I don't know about you, but the end of the game against Atlanta looks like she's still working on how to deal with the double team. <laughs> Maybe she practices like the Devin Booker school of thought when it comes to playing pickup during the offseason. Uh, but yeah, my favorite player in the league, Marina Mabry, is on Dallas, but she didn't play today. And that's all I have to say about Dallas. Fair enough. There's only two teams that don't make it, right? Is that what we got? No, no there's four, four. teams. So, so far, we have... Yeah, they out. they're out. Yeah, they're the out. Dream, uh, the Fever, the Liberty, 
the Dallas Wings, now actually getting to some of the teams that I'm most familiar with going forward. The Las Vegas Aces with uh, drunk Rambo Bill Lambeer as their coach. He looks like if uh, the bad kid from Karate Kid grew up and, like, was just, like, hitting the bottle still. So here's what I don't understand. He said that, like, there are no barbers in the Wubble, so he can't cut his hair, which is why it looks like that. They've been there for, what, two weeks? You're telling me that, like, 60-something-year-old Bill Lambeer's hair still grows at that rate? I want Bill Lambeer looking like he's in fucking Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young by the end of this fucking wobble. I want him... There's not going to be, like, a headband that's going to contain the amount of hair that's left. I want Bill Lambeer to have a fucking man bun by the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) Bill Lambeer is, like, I... Honestly, I... Ah, man, just like it's truly he's my favorite person to watch. Just talk such shit. And I think, you know, what maybe the squeaks are too high in the NBA. The coaches voices are way too high in the WNBA. You can hear it's fucking awesome. everything. It's, it's great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, no Liz Cambage, obviously, but they look like they are not skipping a beat at all. Asia looked awesome. She looked so good. She's I mean, what did so they say? Good. She was walking around in a boot all week. And it was like, ah, fuck that. Like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I hope that doesn't backfire. And, I mean, well, if it does, still got Angel McCartney, man. If it does, though, like, that's that's the team that's missing the playoffs. Oh, for sure. Okay. But you think they're they're feast or famine. Like, they should still be, like, you know, probably at least top four making, like, Yeah, what's cool is, like, there were stretches where they looked incredible against Chicago. And, like, I'm obviously not as high on Chicago as some other people, but I still think they're a good team. And to be able to hold down that offense is really impressive. And wait till they you know, discover that you can shoot three pointers. <laughs> I just love that. Like they had to drop a three at the end of the game <laughs> or they didn't even have to drop a three. Actually, they went for the win at the end of the game and they brought in what, like sugar Rogers who hadn't played all game to just like Bill Ambeer didn't know how to set up a, like a play design <laughs> for someone to take a three. He just doesn't believe in them. So it's like he doesn't think it exists. That's what's kind of cool about the Aces, where, like, in the NBA, you know, you see his team like San Antonio who decides not to take threes, and everyone just universally agrees that, like, their offense sucks and they're boring to watch and they just don't do as well as other teams. But in the WNBA, like, you get some real stylistic diversity. Like, Vegas doesn't like shooting threes, and they still were not that far from beating the Mystics last year. Like, I don't know how close you thought that series was, Jamal, but, like, it could have really gone. That game one could have gone either way, you know? Um, For sure. And like, Definitely not that far away. I would also say, I don't think it's on the Spurs. I don't think the Spurs had a choice in not shooting threes. I think LaMarcus Aldridge and DeRozan like broke Popovich. <laughs> it's like, fine. 18-footers are in again. Whatever. Let's go. Yeah, it's it's just really cool that like Vegas is like, okay, we're just going to go attack the basket all the time. Uh, Adrian Wilson's awesome mid-range shooter. Angel McCautry cannot be stopped on the way to the rim. We're just going to do this over and over again. And it works. It's really fun to watch. So how did they end up losing? Just uh, missing some shots down the stretch? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like a, a little bit of a depth thing, too. They also only came into camp with like nine players. so Not a lot of players. Chicago just also started hitting everything in the voice. Yeah, and, like that's what's cool about Chicago, too, right? Like they have that ability to just be like, okay, quickly, let's let's do this. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll take a little more time on this one because it's your bread and butter. The Los Angeles Sparks... Um, stepping into the league this year. And uh, after their first, I, I would say, like, they shocked me. They looked excellent in their first game. Like, 
better than they looked at any point in the last two years, especially last year under Fisher. And I know that like him and Candace Parker have like their arms around each other, talking business, making it look like everything's all cool. <laughs> um, very Hollywood of them. But what are your, I mean, this is, this is your bread and butter here. I mean, you tell us kind of what to look for with the Sparks this year, but I'm, I'm way more excited about rooting for my hometown team now than I was before this first game because they were fun I'm as hell to watch. Not a Cleveland Rockers fan. Oh yeah, but I mean, what the <laughs> fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> um, Obviously, I'm a Rockers fan. I would say, other than Washington, this was the most impressive win of the first six games, um, only because I feel like the expectations were a little bit lower for Washington, whereas, like, I think. For me, the Sparks and Phoenix were kind of like the two teams I would see as most likely to challenge Seattle for the title this year. And it's early. Obviously, you know, Phoenix has a lot more new pieces to integrate than Los Angeles does, but that was hella impressive. Like, just to completely, like, open up a can of whoop-ass in that third quarter. And the thing that always worried me about the Sparks last year was, like, you know, you've got Chelsea, you've got NECA and Candace, and they fit really well together. Like, I don't think there's a lot of duplication. I'm not, not that they're just, like, not duplication, but, like, their skill sets work really well with one another. But they've never been able to find two other players who, I don't know, could command defense's attentions, like, away from them. Especially last year, like, when Candace wasn't at full strength. But Simone Augustus? Oh, holy hell. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't care if she's, like – 30 something like late 30s defense still cares about reputation right and people expect her to make that mid-range pull up every single time she takes it so just having her healthy is such a coup for this Sparks team because nobody guards Tara up and Pratt like Raquana Williams what the hell happened to her like Derek Fisher types up Raquana Williams all the time like did she make any shots in that game I don't I don't know what happened. Nah, I think I think Brittany Sykes is taking all her minutes yeah Brittany Sykes blocked Brittany Griner, which was the best play of the weekend. I think Crazy. she gives up what a foot on Brittany Griner. Is Sykes the second person you were kind of referring to to sliding in with Parker Agumake and Gray? Yeah, so I, I kind of assumed that Sykes was like being brought in to fill that TRO from Pratt role and they're gonna give TRP a chance to earn that role at the start of the season because she played as a starter all of last year. You know, um you don't just like demote somebody after having a season like that. I get that. But like she saw it 30% from three all season. And she's an unwilling shooter. And she does a lot of other things, right? Like she helped uh, guard their opposing perimeter players when like you wanted to give Chelsea a rest. But, like Sykes can do that. And Sykes can also get to the basket, which nobody else on the Sparks really does. Like they just didn't get free throws last year. And Spike, Sykes is always like just tunnel vision to the hoop, which I really like about her. Should I keep going just more? No, I think it's like yeah. they looked alarmingly in like mid-season form to me when like in that game and also just like you know i know you you, br- you brushed over them but uh gray agumake and parker <laughs> looked just fucking fantastic yeah i think that's the key right that like parker was just not herself last year and not um, at any point like they not just at any look- point she just looks like clearly healthy the way she just kind of even commands the court mm-hmm. it felt like last year she kind of was like a veteran who was almost like not trying to be vocal because she knew she couldn't like back up even like her team leadership in that sense. Right. And like, I'm, I actually didn't even think like Chelsea looked that great yesterday. Um, but they have enough other than that, you know, to like get things done. Um, and just to think that like Chelsea is going to get better as the season goes along just makes this team even more interesting. 
Yeah, I was a little pissed at how good they looked, honestly. <laughs> I didn't I didn't fully appreciate it, but they will be fun. Because I was, I was really scared when Chrissy Tolliver opted out because that lack of a secondary creator just killed them all last year. Like you saw in that Connecticut series in the playoffs where they just put their energy on Chelsea and then the offense couldn't do anything. But having Candace back, you know, ability to run stuff, Simone can run offense, which I didn't really expect. Um, it just opens up a whole other world of possibilities. Also, Brittany Sykes wears a lot of fun wigs on her Instagram. She'll throw a wig on. <laughs> every now and again and i think that's just a fun thing that she's doing i agree she's got a great instagram um let's uh i'm gonna skip uh alphabetically and jump down to the team that they played because it was an awesome first half and then they just kind of lost it in the second but phoenix mercury great to see diana tarasi back her and sue bird it's just nice to watch them play um, and in this time where, you know, you got to just appreciate every moment of anything before, you know, we become a totalitarian yeah. pandemic state. Uh, it's just, you got to appreciate it. It's good to see her making some fun passes. Brittany Griner, underwhelming game, but just still like the put, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to be reflective of her monster season. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on the, on the Merc? Does anyone I call that the good. Merc? I don't think anybody does, but I, I don't see why not. It feels fine. Uh, you don't, don't have to see... encourage him. Don't encourage Peter. <laughs> what? Like that. You know, uh, Phoenix honestly, Merc? Like, Merc is like how my name abbreviates itself. So I'm just used to seeing it a lot. It doesn't, there it is. It doesn't offend me. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah. Uh, I don't see how opposing teams are going to consistently guard that Skylar Diggins, Brittany Griner, Pritkin roll, especially when you just space Diana Tarazi on the other side of the floor. Like that's, that's an impossible action. And why they didn't run that every single time down the floor is beyond me. I guess you theoretically have to like try to get other players involved. But um, once Phoenix just like gets down to business and is like, okay, we have big three, like let's just stop pretending that everybody else needs to get touches. I think it's going to be a very difficult team to contend with. That's what I thought was so impressive about the Sparks win too, is I can't believe they just blew them out of the water like that. I know it was just one game, but like Phoenix is stacked. If they get anything from Tarasi like too, it's like they're, they're going to be, they're going to be right there. Yeah, and that's just one of those things where I feel like Tarazi wasn't as close to what she can be as like the Sparks players were. You know, Candace looked much closer to her full self than Tarazi did. But if Tarazi gets there, like, you know, then the, it's, you can't fuck with them. <laughs> no. Phoenix Mercury, nothing to fuck with. <laughs> All right, Minnesota Lynx. Uh, nice win against, uh, who did I say? The Sun, right? Yeah, Connecticut. Um, I feel like this is a this is a, a perennial title title contender here. What do you think, Jamel? I didn't watch much of their game today. Well, you know they look pretty good. They had a thing going. Sylvia Fowles still uh, just getting twenty rebounds a game. No, no big whoopty doop. That's still going on. Uh, they like Connecticut was handling them for three quarters, and then like the depth and uh, some shot making took over. But, I mean, they're definitely a playoff team for me. Uh, yeah. I, Lexi Brown was taking a few too many shots, but whatever. They start hitting at the end, though. Yeah, Minnesota's one of those teams, like, I look at the talent on paper, and, like, other than Nafisa and Sylvia Fowles, I'm not overly impressed. But Cheryl Reeve is just really, really good at getting things done. And It's, also, it's good to look at her just be, like um, – 
like over it. Like whenever like a bad place, she's just like, oh, (laughs) what the fuck are they doing? And also like, so I was really mad in the draft when they didn't take Crystal Dangerfield in the first round. And then she just like fell to them in the second round because Cheryl Reeve is a smarter general manager than I pretend to be. Uh, But um, yeah, like she was awesome. Just having a competent point guard who can get the ball into fouls, which they just don't otherwise do. It's, it's so weird to me. Sylvia Fowles is unbelievable and they just don't use her as much as they could. Yeah, but now they kind of have like to because like nobody else year. is there. Yeah. I like Minnesota. I mean, I, they're overly reliant on think on two players, but who isn't, you know? Yeah. That's the way this shit is set up now. Now that <laughs> everybody's got somebody gone. Last but not least, the Seattle storm who you mentioned previously, you think are kind of, the ones to beat right now. Sue Bird mm-hmm. is back. Um, top line thoughts about the storm. Brianna Stewart is just, is just really good. And uh, she that's was, a, you know what? That's really, that's really good analysis yeah, because really good. that's really true. She's <laughs> just really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, I was so looking forward to getting like a Stewie, Elena Deladon rematch last year, but then obviously Stewie got hurt and then we're not getting it this year because Elena Deladon's not going to play, but this is the team that won the 2018 title. And like, you can say, Oh, two years have passed. Stewie's what? 26 years old now. Like, I don't think age is really a, an issue here. Um, they've got Natasha Howard, who was third in MVP voting last year, defensive player of the year. And she just gets to be third option. Now uh, Jordan Canada is fucking awesome. Like Jewel Lloyd's good. Uh, they've got this rookie whose arms are longer than anybody else in the WNBA. Uh, easy. Uh, what's her name? Magvigor from Australia. She's really fun to watch. Like every single player on Seattle seems like I would want them on my team. And I hate that I have to go up against them. And you would say, if you're if you're picking right now, you're saying Seattle Storm are uh Wubble national champions. Yes, I think they are the team to beat unless something goes wrong. I love I guess it. That's I guess that's fair. Sorry, Maisha Hines Allen. I don't mean to add any yeah, fuel yeah, to your fire. <laughs> look, it's fine. It's fine. She's she's not Stewie yet. <laughs> Jamel, you got one, man. You don't need another one. Don't get selfish. All right. Don't, don't say that to me, man. I listen. We are you from. I, Peter, start, you you, you won need. a World Series last year, and you, you won a Stanley I, Cup. I recently. A Stanley Cup, yeah. Relax. Peter, you don't know what I need. You don't know what I need, okay? No, dude, I do know what you need. <laughs> I need all of these. Don't do that. You got them. You got three. You got three. I need, a, I need five. I need eight more. All right. <laughs> Sabrina, um, top anything else for you before we, we uh um before we sign off here? Anything else you're looking forward to in terms of um wobble what, activities? Who's Seattle beating in said final? <laughs> Seattle is beating, I suppose, the winner of the Sparks Mercury semifinal. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Which I Let's think would be go. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's like, go, Sparks. Sparks Lynx has been a really fun rivalry, you know, uh, over the last few years. But just like locally, it makes more sense for Phoenix to be the primary rival, especially because like Diana's from LA and she talks so much shit about LA all the time. I think that would be just great to watch. For sure. I love it. Um, Sabrina, where can people read you and check you out? All of my stuff is on um, SB Nation. I am on Twitter at Sabrina JM. That's Sabrina with two E's. It's phonetic. Um, but yeah, Daddy everything, I write, is there. <laughs> everything I write is there. Um, Jamel, anything you got to you got a promo? No. 
Mm-hmm. Bell's working hard on an awesome podcast that's coming out soon. Keep an eye out for it. Um, AirbusPod.com for Patreon and for the merch for the NBA National Championship. Um, yeah, and it. we'll talk about the NBA next fucking week. This is the league who had real games, okay? Yeah. Don't don't come here for fucking scrimmage updates. Tune in tomorrow for our special report on the largest story from the NBA. Till then, Indeed. peace out. <laughs>